Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryan, Global Director of Public Relations at Zebra Technologies, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Brandon Copeland. Brandon is an outside linebacker for the New England Patriots. He attended the University of Pennsylvania, where he served as captain of the 2012 Ivy League championship winning team. He also graduated from the Wharton School with a Bachelor of Science in Economics. Beyond his success in academics and football, Brandon has achieved great things as a philanthropist. In fact, he's established an award-winning nonprofit organization called Beyond the Basics, which helps young people maximize their potential by exposing them to enriching experiences. We are so excited to speak with Brandon today about his accomplishments on and off the field. Thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you so much. Brandon, I understand you grew up in Maryland and played multiple sports in high school. How did you decide to focus on football? Yeah, I think, you know, if I had my dream, I'd be a basketball player making that super max contract, making a few hundred million (laughs) dollars right now for a few points and some rebounds. But uh, (laughs) I think I learned pretty quickly in high school that that my body was more naturally just a football body. I wasn't growing as tall as I uh, thought I could and Mm -hmm. a little wider in the waist. And so, you know, I, I, I looked at the, the tools God gave me and I said, you know, football is, it comes more natural to me. I don't have to work as hard at it. I do work extremely hard, but you know, there's a certain amount of instincts that just come with the game and, and I have those. And that's when it just became, Hey, let's put our, our, uh, focus on this focus on football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. During your football career, you've had the opportunity to play for several different teams, and I would imagine it's enjoyable to get to know new teammates and personnel. From your perspective, what are the best and worst part worst parts of moving to a new team? Yeah, it's just the influx. I mean, you know, imagine picking up your job and just not having that stability. And I know that there's a lot of people who, especially in today's world, you know, you 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 lose your your job, you lose your career, but I mean, imagine turning on the TV and finding out that you just got fired, right? Like no one called Mm -hmm. or you just got traded across the country. And although Mm -hmm. some of those things like trades have not happened for me, I have called, I have gotten that call and said, Hey, you're, you're just not good enough here. Um, I have been fired multiple times in a year. And so I think that mentally the biggest thing is um, the, the, while you do get to meet a lot of people, you also just learn not to settle in. Uh, you know, you just learn to, to kind of make the days count. Mm-hmm. But also, um, you you kind of get numb to counting the days, if that makes sense, because you just realize that at any point in time, you know, let's not buy a place here. Let's not uh, put up, hang up pictures on the wall. Cause we are probably going to be here for a couple of weeks or to the end of the season. So, um, it's also tough on the family, I think as well, you know, mm-hmm. you have a, a, a wife and a child and, and, you know, we keep a very good perspective because I know that a lot of people listen and they're like, you know, Oh, you know, woe is me. The NFL player family is complaining about them having to get up and move away from their house to make, a, a nice salary. Uh, but ultimately, you know, there, there are still 
regardless of salary, there's still life things that that go on that you can't get that time back. You can't get that time back with your son. You're, there's people, players whose wives are going through deliveries of pregnancies and their husbands are halfway across the country um, and especially mm-hmm. during a pandemic. So there's definitely a mental toll that comes with it. It's a sacrifice that we all make and it's a sacrifice that we signed up for. So we never complain about it. But uh, to, to answer your question is, is something that you you learn to cope with over your career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like your point about making the days count, right? I think that's good advice for anyone in any role for sure. I know you're familiar with the Zebra MotionWork sports tracking system, which captures metrics such as speed and player orientation and proximity to the ball and other players on the field. When did you first realize you had RFID sensors and your shoulder pads tracking this data? And do you find the insights generated to be valuable? Yeah, I think when there was a game we played, I was with the Detroit Lions, we played the New Orleans Saints. And I was coming off of the veteran combine where basically the year before I was told, Hey, you're not good enough, kid. You can't play in the NFL. I went to this veteran combine. I ran a four, five, one laser time at 250 pounds. And then I got half the NFL to offer me a spot on their team. Uh, In that game, which was later in the season, they put up on the stadium screen, the fastest three players in the stadium that day. One was Brandon cooks, uh, the second was me. And then I'm not sure who the third was, but I had like 21.3 miles per hour or something like that. But I remember leaning over and talking to the, our running back, like, look, I told you I'm the fastest guy out here. Right. And just joking. Uh, <laughs> with them. But that was the first time where it was like, oh, wow. Like this thing is, is in my pads on game day. This thing is really tracking everything that we're doing. And I think that the data is, is helpful, especially as you get, um, more advanced and, and become more of a pro. I think that's one of the best ways to say it is, you know, everybody that comes into the NFL, you're a pro, but not, uh, there's a, a difference between playing professional football and being a pro. And when you're mm-hmm. a pro, you are taking care of your body, taking care of you, you, your nutrition, your recovery, and all of those things and the, the details. And one of those things, a part of that process, data can be heavily, heavily used to help make sure that you are maximizing your output on the field. Oh man, my knee is sore today. Well, let me take a look at how many yards I ran uh, today as compared to yesterday or two weeks ago this mm-hmm. time. Oh, I ran an extra mm-hmm. 750 yards. It, it makes more sense, right? So mm-hmm. using those things can help you be a true, true pro and maximize your career. Right, right. In your opinion, is there a single most valuable piece of data that's captured by Zebra? Yeah, for me, I, I would say speeds and distance. Mm-hmm. I think speeds and distance mm-hmm. are the things that I use the most. Um, speed. Uh, used to be something, especially as a young guy, I was like, oh, I'm faster than you, I'm faster than you. That's really, really cool data to track. Uh, but I think distance as you get older, you kind of think about, okay, how many, how much tread I'm putting on my tires. So you'll you'll see and be able to see, hey, like, coach, I, I did this amount of yards today, right? Like, or I did this amount of yards yesterday. Let's kind of 
pull it back a little bit because we still have a game to play on Sunday, right? Uh, so those right. types of things are definitely helpful data. It's not a way to be lazy. Um, it's not doing that at all. It's just a way to be smart and understand uh, your input so that you know how to, again, maximize your output. That's what we were paid to do. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Brandon, at the end of 2020, Zebra was very happy to support and contribute to your December to Remember activities, which were led by your nonprofit, Beyond the Basics. Can you please tell us about your organization and the impact it's making on young people? Yeah, yeah. So my wife and I, we started Beyond the Basics, Inc. uh, a few years ago. We've always done community work. This is my eighth year in the NFL, but uh, eventually you understand that uh, to grow bigger and to have a bigger impact, sometimes you need to do the, the professional thing. You need to be a pro, as I as I was t- talking about <laughs> earlier. So uh, we realized that in our lives, we've been blessed to have a natural ability or a natural want and will to work hard and be ambitious. But we realized none of that means a thing without the people in our lives who have told us, what that hard work and ambition can lead us to. They've showed us different schools. They showed us different opportunities. They showed us different places to work. Unfortunately, for a lot of young people out there, they have that, that natural gift to work hard and that natural ambition, but they have no one who is there and exposing them to the opportunities that exist in this world for them. So that's how we started our foundation years ago. Um, It was just to help expose young people to mentors, role models, opportunities. And since then, we've also just never shied away from from doing fun, positive things in our communities. And so what we did, we were able to team up with you guys at Zebra and help. We we have this event called December to Remember. Um, and, And what we do is we help some underserved families in, in some underserved communities rather and and um i think it was one of the most powerful things that we've ever been able to do and and again it was would not have happened without the the support from from you specifically Therese and and bill and zebra technologies it, it, it was pretty amazing some of the stories that we were able to hear from the people who had no idea how they were going to even have a holiday one mother you know we helped some single moms together as you know you know one mother said that she told her children that Santa got COVID this year and you know mm-hmm. so he can't come this year and you know again it, it's it's to it might seem like oh man that's something terrible to tell your children but no that's like that's just that's life right there's people mm-hmm. insecurity lines are longer than they've ever been uh, you know, people are trying to figure out how they're going to continue to pay their rent and mortgage and they haven't had a job in, in forever. So for us to be able to combine efforts, uh, raise over $160,000 together and help over 200 families across the country with with $800 gift cards each. I mean, that that's a pretty powerful, powerful impact we've been able to make in literally a few short, short weeks of time. So I really want to thank you, uh, and thank Zebra for for helping us make that happen because again, there's a lot of people who had holidays this year and and they would not have been able to have the the same type of holiday without our help. Absolutely, that's that's incredible, amazing results that you and your team 
achieved. So thank you for the opportunity to allow us to participate and make a difference. You know, we believe in doing well by doing good in local communities around the world. And I'm curious, what inspires you to give back and make a difference in the lives of others? Yeah, I think it's legacy. Um, you know, people have different definitions for their their version of legacy. But for me, it's, you know, what really matters? You know, I, I do a lot of work on financial literacy and, and money. And, and one of the first steps I tell people is, you know, we're all people, I want to invest, I want to be rich, I want to be that. well, why, right? Like, what is really matters to you? And once you first understand that, then now you can have a reason for your hustle and for going to try to make this money or make this particular salary or paycheck or, or whatever. And for me, when I think about what really matters to me, uh, it, it's about leaving this earth in a much better place than it was when I got here. And I don't mean that in a cliche way, because I understand that there's a, a limit, you know, I shouldn't say this, but there's probably a limit to the impact that Brandon Copeland can have. But if I can mm -hmm. impact other individuals and get them to think in a similar way or just want to give back like me, right, then now they're mm -hmm. able to impact their communities. And now people are being affected as a result of our work together as a result of some of our ideas, uh, but people are being affected who've never, ever even met us, right? There are some people who mm -hmm. received their Amazon gift cards from us this year, and they took that money and bought gifts for kids in their community, right? So now there's a random kid in Seattle or a random kid in Houston who has no idea who I am, and I don't want credit, has no idea who you are, right? Has, may, may, not, may not even have an idea who Zebra is, but they're walking around with some AirPods right now, or they're walking around with a tablet or a, a, a laptop for their, their classes now, and they have no idea that we were able to provide that for them, but now they just feel, hey, somebody did this for me, one day I can't, I can't wait to the day I can do this for somebody else. And so now mm -hmm. long after we're gone, we're creating that ripple effect. And that to me is the mm -hmm. coolest thing in the world. I agree with you. That's amazing. Brandon, I would imagine you could achieve anything you set your mind to. You're a very inspirational person. What would you like to accomplish in the future? Wow, great question. That that's something that I'm always uh contemplating and, and involving. I think for me this year, I'll talk about 2021, but this year, um, like I said, I do my financial literacy course, uh, Life 101 at the University of Pennsylvania. And and this year we're bringing that online and accessible to all. So um, you know, I'm extremely excited about that. That'll be at life101.io where people can sign up and take the class. It is a, a paid class, but we also do offer some classes for free, uh, but trying to help people with their financial wellness. I'm also consulting with companies. And I think that for me, um, my dream when I came into the NFL was to be in the NFL, living, having fun, having a great time. Um, but it be, uh, but for me to use it as a way to unlock the life that I want to live uh, off the field. And, and for me, that is, I'm on the, the cusp of that right now. So for me, 2021 is about pushing it over the edge. It's about consulting with brands and companies to help bring some great ideas to life. Uh, but it's also about really taking that big leap towards financial freedom, uh, with my family and I, and, and just setting us up for, um, the next, you know, career, the next 20 some years of our lives together. Mm -hmm. 
Well, we wish you all the best and, and look forward to continuing to work with you. Thank you so much, Brandon. It's been a pleasure to talk with you today, and we appreciate you sharing your insights with us. And we've been especially honored to support the philanthropic initiatives you lead through Beyond the Basic Thing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. I appreciate your support. Love Zebra Technologies and uh, looking forward to the next time we get to sit down and chat. Hopefully we can do it in person one day soon. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Thanks again. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's episode of the Your Edge podcast and encourage you to check out the Your Edge blog for more podcast discussions and expert insights. I'm Therese Van Ryan signing off until next time.